All right. So like so many other times this season, the Avalanche spot their opponent some goals and then they just go on a run. And that's exactly what they did against the Ottawa Senators. Five unanswered to win this thing seven to four. A lot to break down with this one. New episode of Locked on Avalanche coming at you. Your Locked on Avalanche, your daily podcast on the Colorado Avalanche. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, everybody, welcome to the Lockdown Avalanche Podcast. We're part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Chris Maselli. With me, as always, Mr. Shaggy Von Doom, Kyle Sullivan. Thank you for tuning in, making it your first listen of the day. That's always appreciated. Make sure you're following us on our social media outlets, LOP and underscore Avalanche on Twitter, X, Lockdown Avalanche on Instagram and Threads. Questions, comments, concerns, and opinions, Avalanche at gmail.com. And make sure you are following us over on our YouTube channel. Hit subscribe. Get notified when a new show goes live. Make sure you are subscribed to our subtext as well. Link to that is in the show notes below. And when you do, you chat with Kyle and I one-on-one. And we get your opinions on everything Avalanche, which we share on this very all right. Uh, so the Avalanche win this thing 7-4. to four. It really was... Uh, I want to say it wasn't it was in doubt, but the abs got behind and you're like, okay, it's the second game of a back to back. They probably don't have their legs. Um, But, you know, again, this team just has no quit in it. And they just started getting pucks in the back of the net. And before you know it, they took the lead and then they had a two goal lead. And then an empty netter by Devontae's makes it. Seven to four. We'll get to the Eustace Anunin thing a little bit later, kind of assess how we thought he played. Just your general take on this game from beginning to end, Kyle. What are you thinking for this one? We have a goalie. The depth is scoring. You're getting it from defense as well. Give this team the Stanley Cup. Everything is answered. <laughs> it's fixed. No, uh, it's, yeah. it's, what you, it's what you want to see, honestly. Like, Miles Wood. Welcome back, bud. That's yeah. Oh, um, does he not a make a difference? Come oh. on, what did just just in the the effort that that guy puts in? That's just infectious. And then the goal he had was just he. It's he's not known for his like offensive ability, but that was a solid solid move to to have the stick on uh, the the puck on his stick that the way that it was, and just kind of shielding the the defender and just you know i think it was like backhand to forehand and then she just it, it was beautiful it was that was that was a goal scorer's goal coming from miles wood of all people and and the thing i kept thinking after watching that goal about two or three times was how bad was he yesterday against montreal like could you not have just gave us 60 percent of that i know i don't get that because it, and we, we touched on it it's like well he needs to get back into game shape he might be back tomorrow, which was, you know, the, the <laughs> second of a back-to-back. I just didn't understand, you know, how he's not re- he's not in game shape, but 24 hours later, he miraculously is. Whatever. I mean, they, they have a method to their madness, but I thought that was a little bit weird. But, God, you, you could see it. You could yeah. see the difference in, in what he brings to uh, the depth. We'll get to the depth, too, in a minute. But just overall, I, I, the, the, the takeaway from this game is not only just the avalanche – they we talked earlier like is just is this their mo in terms of like when we were talking about this earlier in the season how it's just ugly 
uh, losses and and pretty victories and just back and forth. And now is it just like they're just comeback warriors mm. or you can just never count them out. You, you know, you it's another thing we talked about earlier. Like you don't want to see that as a coaching staff. It's got to be just frustrating that you can't jump out to like a seven to one lead and then give up a couple of that meaningless goals to make it seven to four. It's probably a little bit frustrating that it has to get to four to two and then you can just rattle off goals. But it makes you pretty confident in your team at the same time. So, yeah, while the ads were down and again, it's another game where it just seems like everything is stacked up against you in terms of in the, the, the guys that you have out there again in terms of the depth and the depth did not show up uh, against Montreal. They did in this game. And you and and you see the difference when 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 you have a team that can you can roll the four lines and they're playing better. I don't I don't want to say like and again it is Ottawa and Ottawa takes chances. Mm-hmm. Ottawa takes a lot and they talked about it a lot on on the broadcast <clears throat> that they would they have fifteen wins on the season and and I know like Mosier was like how does this team have only fifteen wins and I was saying it. Uh, before Riker was saying it's like because they give up a ton of goals yep this is what they do they 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 impress you offensively but defensively is where they struggle and when you have a team like the avalanche that can score goals like that and they did that exploits them and you know honestly you you call the abs the comeback kids but they're almost like a microcosm of the ottawa senators they put their self in that situation Especially in first periods, that was evident in the Montreal game. And that's how this game was starting out. It was a little bit rough around the edges defensively. It looked like a carryover, but they tightened up. And that's the difference between the Ottawa Senators and the Colorado Avalanche. This team has the talent where they can get back to their way of doing things and they can clean it up. And that's why the third period is so much better for this Colorado Avalanche team because. They have the hockey IQ and the talent to go three periods, figure out what you're doing, adjust to it, and then just put the game Exploit away. It in the third, yeah. <clears throat> um, going through kind of some some of the big plays in this. What did you think of that Ross Colton play? Um, that he got the stick up into the goalie face uh, mask of um, uh, I, I'm not familiar with the Ottawa goalie let me uh, uh so guard so guard so guard um it, it was one of those things where it's like if you're an avalanche fan you're like oh it was accidental if you're a senator's fan <clears throat> you're calling for colton's head um we try to toe the line here on that we, we don't like to be too much of homers but what did you think for that play uh <laughs> i like how you put the two camps all i kept thinking yeah. was we are never going to be on speaking terms with locked on senators <laughs> we can't well, have a we can't have a clean game against the Ottawa Senators where there's not controversy. Yeah. But and it's funny that they also mentioned the Darcy Kemper Brian Johansson debacle from a couple years ago. I yeah. honestly like if you watch it in real time, it's it's bang bang incidental. Do it a million times, it'll never happen again. But I well, the thing is, like it, it's it's I mean, and I bring it up because. I, you know, some of the people on the Ottawa side thought like he should have got a game misconduct for that. Um, and if you watch it, like the, the puck is flying through the air right in front of the goalie, and Colton is coming down with his stick. 
And the only reason it goes back up is because it catches Sogard's like arm or like upper arm who's making a play like that. So it causes the stick to go up into his neck, into his throat or wherever it went. So it ended up being a dangerous play. Clearly Colton wasn't trying to do that. And I know you don't really like if, if it was a worse outcome, maybe he would have gotten a game misconduct for it, but it, in no way do I feel like it was intentional. Yeah. And he was, if he was coming up with that, which there's no reason to do that when the puck is like, you're not going to uh, hit, hit a puck up in the air the way that he was going. He's trying to knock it down. And like you said, it's just happening. Like he is flying towards yeah. right at the net. And because it happens so quickly, um, and and because you know he, it's a penalty all day. I'm not saying it's not a penalty. I'm not trying to say that. I mean, but I don't think a misconduct was warranted for that. But it was dangerous. It was a very dangerous play. You're happy that Sogar did. You know, got back up and was able to continue. Could have been a lot worse um, because that this looked like the stick kind of did get up underneath the mask, which that's never good. But the only reason I brought it up is just because, like, I know some people think that it, it could have been a game misconduct, and if it was, could have changed the dynamic of that game because that was pretty early on. And I think you can go ahead and you can mark this down. You can put it on the wall. This will be the probably one and only time I say this, but I commend the referees for the double call that they put on it. It was they called high sticking and roughing on that, and they gave him four. Yeah, they did. And it was a it was a happy medium, like it wasn't extreme enough to warrant a misconduct, but just strictly saying a high sticking would not have been enough to satiate the Ottawa Senator fan base. So I feel like that was a happy medium, and they called it right in that moment. And I would even go as far to say, like, I don't think a senator's guy should have got anything because you know you're protecting your goalies. You are protecting goalies all day, every day. They are in a vulnerable position. And that was a vulnerable position that he was in. So I got no problem with them going after Colton. And I would have maybe even been, if I was a ref, being a little bit lax because of it. Because that, that it was it could have been a terrible outcome. So I think the Avs got lucky in the fact that they assessed Senators uh, two minutes as well. And it was only a power play, your normal garden variety two-minute power play. So a little bit of luck there for the Avs to, to come away with that. But... Um, the power play itself for the Avalanche, I thought looked god awful, terrible um, on a couple of them. What were they for the day? They were one for three. And so um, was Ottawa, and Ottawa was as well. But the Avs gave Ottawa again, again. Like it's weird because the the Avs are scoring goals on the power play. I think this is nine games in a row where they've scored a goal on a power play, but they're not looking good they're not looking crisp they're not looking clean zone entries again seem to be a problem they are turning the puck over and giving the the shorthanded team opportunities it hasn't resulted in a goal for the opposition but just the sheer fact that you're giving the the opponent opportunities on shorthand you don't want that so i thought that you know that that's gotta it's weird for me to say it's got to improve because they are scoring on it but it's not they're, they're not looking good in the process of scoring these goals on on the special teams anyway. And, and it's more reacclimation because again we're kind of like last year where this lineup is different every night. So yeah, once you get well, a little bit of a flow, we'll be all right. <laughs> and boy, how it uh, changed in 24 hours for the depth of uh, the Colorado Avalanche. Man, did they come up big in this game? So why don't we touch on that? 
uh, coming up next. And we'll discuss uh, Eustace Anunin and, of course, our sound check. So we'll get to uh, the depth pieces after this. First, we're going to hear from Sleeper and the Daily Fantasy app, which Kyle continues to scour the internet to try to find an app that is better for daily fantasy sports. How'd you do since uh, yesterday? Anything? Uh, I I will not rest until I find one. I can't. <laughs> I don't think. So then I, you're not resting. No rest no, for me. No rest. Sleepy Von Doom is going to be the name. And regardless of where you are in the standings, we want to remind you that you can win big by playing Daily Fantasy Hockey on Sleeper, the official Daily Fantasy app of the Lockdown NHL Network. And Sleeper is our number one choice for Daily Fantasy Sports, especially Daily Fantasy Hockey, because with Sleeper, you can win 100 times your cash in Daily Fantasy Hockey contests. This is where I go to you, sir. And the next game for the Avalanche is rematch with the Boston Bruins. So who do you like for that game? Who's your sleeper oh. of the game? The guy who was a sleeper in our last game, Nathan McKinnon. Why not? Nathan McKinnon. So all you have to do is pick whether studs like Nathan McKinnon will record more or less than their sleeper projections for things like goals, assists, saves, plus, minus, and more in a given game. So use the promo code LOCKDOWNNHL. You'll get up to $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That code is LOCKDOWNNHL. See sleepers terms of use for details and locational availability. Uh, before we get to the depth people, and we mentioned Nathan McKinnon uh, in that ad there. Um, if he did not, I mean, he'd be at what, like 27, 28 games right now? If he didn't have that, I think he had, he had 19 in a row. Yeah. And then he had, or did he get to 20? I don't even remember now if he got to 20. He might have got to 20. And then he had the 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 goose egg, and he's had another eight or nine in a row. So he'd be approaching 30 if he, that one game, he could have got a point. The heck is the matter with him? Trade him. Yeah, we got to trade anyway. him now. <laughs> cash considerations, uh, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Seventh rounder in cash considerations. Um, one, you know, facet of the game that really helped in this one anyway with Ottawa was the depth and we kind of went in on them on yesterday's episode rightly so they, they just were they were not doing anything and you know you needed your depth pieces to do some depth things whatever that may be for the avalanche it's you're expected to do for, for this team you're, you're expected to, to pitch in uh get some scoring chances prevent the opposition from getting their scoring like you, you know no, you're not expected to do what the top line is doing, but that's not you – know, nobody's expecting that. Uh, but you were, were expected to do a lot more than you did in the Montreal game. And they really turned it up in this one, Kyle. Absolutely. Um, just to go through the stats, I'll go through all of them. Ryan Johansson, who we all know has been struggling, he had an assist. Uh, Freddie Olofsson had an assist. Logan O'Connor, a goal and an assist. A beautiful goal at that. Miles um, Wood, a goal and an assist. McKinnon with the two assists. Jason Poland with his first career goal, and that was an absolute beautiful snipe that he had. Uh, Mika Ranton in two goals on the defensive end. Taves with the empty netter and an assist. McCarr with an assist. Sammy G, three assists on the day. And the player of the game, Sam Malinsky. One goal, one assist, and one goal taken away because Jonathan Duren was a side of a paper thin razor uh offsides which they called back which he was offsides yeah. um 
but a beautiful goal that was taken away. Miko Rantanen gets it back. That happened a couple times in this game where, where they give up a goal and then the Avalanche turn around and score to really get the equalizer. But for, for Malinsky specifically, uh, he had that goal taken away, which is a beautiful goal, and it sucks that that thing got taken away. But then he just comes back later on and, and scores another one on a power play and a huge goal at that. He's looking fantastic. And when this is a 100% healthy team, I'm really interested to see uh, the the pretzels the Avalanche turn themselves into to not send him back down. I don't know how you do right now. Uh, that's the thing. Sam Malinsky, the more this road trip is going on, we were talking about this bonding and figuring out the identity together and Hell Week and all this. Sam Malinsky is making it very, very hard for this defensive core to come back 100% and keep their job. He is. I mean, right now he is, <clears throat> but this is the but. Like, it's not always going to be sunshine and rainbows for him. Yeah. Like, he is going to go through some growing pains. Like, I don't want to take anything away from <clears throat> the Senators, but it's the Senators. They do this, they give up a lot of goals. Um, you know, and, and he's been playing great. He's playing, he's playing a really, really good stretch, but you are not going to, to make some rash decisions from a roster perspective because Sam Malinsky has given you a small sample size of really good hockey. It's very promising for the future. And I know the avalanche play for both the avalanche play for the here and the now, and they play for what's to come in years to come. He's definitely a part of that. But what he's doing right now, he's, he's one. It's one of those things where you 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 play the hot hand, and that goes for any position. That goes for goalie. That goes for defenseman, and that goes for rookies. And right now, he is one of the hottest guys playing. And, and it's not just scoring; just his defensive abil- abilities. He's doing everything right. So you ride it for as long as you can. It will flame. I don't want to say flame out, but it might drop down a little bit here and there. And you live with that, but that's true for every player. And this is where, if I was Bednar and McFarlane, I would be watching. This is a great game, incredible game from him against Ottawa. You have you're going to Boston. You're going to keep an eye on if is this a consistent production? Like, are we climbing up? And is is this him finding his game or him taking advantage of the moment? And if he can maintain yeah. this in the Boston game, that's where it's really going to get difficult. If he goes back down to kind of just playing good, but not really showing up in the score sheet, you kind of get an idea on what you're getting out of Malinsky. And when Bo comes back, everything goes back to normal. But if he continues or gets better, that's when the trade deadline gets very interesting. Well, he's going to get better over the course of of a few seasons. Like He hasn't reached his full potential yet. Mm-hmm. And 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 he hasn't got to that point where other teams are kind of taking notice of him and preparing for him because you and he's benefiting off of that because teams are preparing for Kale McCarr. They're preparing for Devon Taves. They're probably even preparing for Sam Gerrard in some aspect. Sam Malinsky is the, the new kid on the block. And when it starts to be like, OK, like this guy is somebody that we have to put some form of plan in for. How does he adjust to that? Right now, he doesn't have to adjust to much because people aren't planning for him. So what happened like that? And that's what we want to see. Like he's, he's been he's been playing fantastic, fantastic. And, and, and the Avalanche are benefiting from that. So long term, he's in their plans, obviously. Uh, but right now, 
you know, he, he, he's, he's playing. It's fun to watch, but yep. man, that, that goal that he had taken away, it, the hockey sense to just keep with the play. Cause most guys would kind of just skate in there. And as soon as they get to the blue line, find someone to pass it to the senators for some reason, just kept giving him space. So he kept taking it. Yeah. He's like, fine. Like I'll, I'll keep, I'll keep skating into, to the house. If you want me to, I don't know why you're going to let me, but if you're going to let me fine. And maybe they just thought he was going to pass it. And, and he, he rifled it, rifled it. It was beautiful. So um, he's, he's, he's hitting all the right buttons right now. I'm just saying, I don't want people to go to the, the, the nth degree of like, Oh, now we can make moves. Now let let let's you know he he's 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 uh, you know doesn't take up a lot of cap space. Now we can say trade uh, Bo Byram. Now we can trade Sammy G because Sam Malinsky's arrived. No, do not go there. But on the other hand, he's been incredible. He's been incredible, and it's hard not to get excited because I mean this Ottawa Senators game was fan favorite night. You had a goal from Miles Wood. You had a goal from LOC, and you had a goal from Sam Malinsky. So. Depending on the fa- your fan favorite, yeah. you got a goal from them, and you're very happy in what camp you're in. The mm. Boston game is where you see what's maintained, you or if it's right. just yeah, yeah, that's where you really want to see if this is a sustainable thing or just a good night on a bad team. Because Boston obviously will make you work for it more than than Ottawa will. Ottawa is a very you know offensive minded team, and defensively not so much, and you saw it. And yep. you in the Avalanche can take advantage of that. So and that's how you get guys like Malinsky, you know, just skating into the zone and nobody's checking him. Or you know, uh, J- the Jason Poland goal, man, that that's a pretty goal for your first ever uh, career NHL goal. And it was big, it was huge, it was time like it. And he and he, he the release on that thing was, oh, gorgeous. So he, he's got that ability. He has yeah. the, the scoring ability. Um, I think, you know, he, he just needs to get a little bit more seasoning in, in the pros, get some more games under his belt, maybe play with guys that are designed to be forwards and not defensemen sometimes. Um, but you, you really liked what you're, he, you can see him growing and each yeah. game getting a little bit better. So you're, you're asking for too much actual forwards. Come on, Chris. Come on now. Come on now. Um, all right. Let's, uh, you know, all, all these new guys and uh, newer guys and depth guys. And uh, another one is obviously uh, Eustace Anderson, who came up and was a starting goalie for this one. So let's uh, break down how we thought he did and get to our subtext people as well. Uh, we'll do that right after this. Right now, we are going to talk about eBay and eBay Motors passion drive and patience. It's what brings home the winning trophy. It's also what keeps your ride or die alive. And eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle, level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into what we call the Nathan McKinnon trilogy, speed, power, and style, eBay Motors has got you covered with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die. You'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride or die every time or your money back because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber and not cash. With all the parts available uh, that you need at prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home the win. So keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. And eBay Guaranteed Fit. 
is only available to U.S. customers. Eustace Sandinen uh, came up. He he got his shot at the goalie position, which has kind of been a, a thorn in the side for the Avalanche for, for this season so far. Um, what do you think? Good, bad, middle of the road, some good, some bad. What's your take on on Eustace in his in his first game with the Avs this year? He was he was fine. Started out kind of rough, but then I thought he deep. started off good, and then it went like it dipped a little bit, and then he came out of it, and then he played well. So it was like the U curve, like good. Yeah. Uh, you know, you give up four goals, it's not the best, and then he he again he he did what uh, Georgiev has done, you know, many times this year, where it starts ugly or there's a point of the game where it's ugly but then he keeps it there and that's what Anunen did at least and I everything we were saying about Sam Malinsky and maintaining it I would like to see another piece of the sample size because we were having the same conversation in this fanfare around Profitoff not too long ago when he got in there and he mm-hmm. wow he looks pretty good and then yeah. go back to the Florida game so I and with the rumors of Elvis Merzlikens asking for a trade out of Columbus, like mm-hmm. other options are out there. So you're you don't want to get too hyped and you don't want to after buying into Prosvatov and then having the Florida game happen, and then you have a semi average nine hundred save night night out of Whatever. Eustace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's 40 like, shots on goal, I'll get that for you. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. I, I just I don't want to Overflate, it was good, got us the mm-hmm. win. But again, like we said on everybody else's performance, it is Ottawa. But there, there were moments where, like you, you see, you know that that he's not the answer, right? Like he, he's not, he's not going to overtake uh, Georgiev right now. They're they're going to continue to give Georgiev the lion's share of these starts um, because you saw moments where um, Ottawa. Had wide open nets, mm-hmm. and 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 Anunen had no idea where the puck was, and it's just a miscue uh, by the the an Ottawa forward or whoever's taking the shot that they didn't have a couple more goals. And then it's then you have Yorgiev who is staring down a one on one, a breakaway, and will, will let one go over his glove or mm-hmm. five hole. And then, but the thing that. Eustace did that I really liked that I forgot how much I missed seeing was a save on shot two, three on a rebound. Mm-hmm. Eustace had a lot of shutdown, just rebound saves, which was nice. Those yeah. not going in. That was nice. But then again, like the puck tracking wasn't there. So it's it's pick your poison. You're you're getting about the same right now with goalie play. And it was nice that Yorgiev didn't even suit up. He wasn't even there. Like no, they were like, yeah. go to Boston. Yeah. Just go Get to Boston. <laughs> um, if, if things go south, we'll put in uh, the backup to the backup um, in Prozvatov. But no, I, I, like he had moments. He had moments that were good. He had moments that were bad. And I think that's what you're going to get from him <clears throat> until he gets more seasoning at, at this level. Because, you know, with, with the Eagles, I think he's he's doing okay. Um, but he's not, you know, setting that league on fire. So you're not expecting him to come up and just continue that at the NHL level, but it's good to see him get, you know, a win, a win is a win in, in the NHL. And it's, 
you know, you're going to get some growing pains with him for the sheer fact that he doesn't have a lot of time up here. And you saw it. You saw like what, you know, some, some good save, timely saves, but you saw some just flat out miscues by Ottawa that would have been simple goals. Mm -hmm. You run, you run that play again and and it's not a miscue and it's in the, and there's some posts, some posts came to help. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that that happens, but, um, All right, over on subtext, who we got over here? Uh, Keegan says, finally got Anunin, my Anunin call up. And I know some, I know it's Anunin, on, or, you know, maybe some people. I've heard it Anunin. three ways on the broadcast. I, 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 I say Anunin, so sorry. I have the emphasis on the run syllable. So yeah. um, he said he was okay, but glad Georgie could get a rest day uh, and the team still take care of business. Lap, last episode asked for the depth to show up and boy did they there you go uh, a great end to the uh back-to-back boston round two should be a lot of fun talk about the boston game tomorrow but yeah they're gonna want some revenge so um we'll see how that goes uh madam battle axe this was a great game saw some great moments um she thought Annan was nervous he seemed mm-hmm. shaky in the beginning i mean i think that's just normal man <laughs> You know, you're you're <clears throat> up in the big you, show. Yeah, you're gonna that's have just, that's normal uses. Normal uses just be uh shaky Anunin. Yep. Um proud of Malinsky in Poland. Nice to see the next generation of apps coming up, making their presence known. Um she's asking why Prosvitov didn't start just because he's he's he hasn't done well. But yeah, no. I, I think they're just giving Anunin a look because if Prosvitov had that you know, uh, backup locked down, there would be no call up for Anunin. But I think things have just been so shaky in the goalie position, they're just going to give him a shot. Let's be real here, everyone. <laughs> Prosvitov is Michael Hutchinson 2.0. It was a good mm. game, not a viable option. Mm. No, no. Um, and she says, if the last few games alone do not show why Bednar deserves to get coach of the year, I don't know what will do it. Not even uh, in the top five. He no, it's it's embarrassing. Um, he's taking a fragmented team again and turning them into something amazing. Um, I know the day off is what they need to get going into Boston. Let's ride the wave. Um, you know, we'll, we'll talk. I'm sure we'll talk about Bednar many times. But you know, Nathan McKinnon is in the talk for Hart, rightly so. Um, very good chance of winning it. We'll see how the 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 rest of the season plays out. Um. You're not getting that same thing from Jared Bednar, and I'm kind of of the mind of you never will anymore. Nope. And it's a shame. Like the guy has done everything that other coaches who have won the award have. He's done that before they won the award, and he never got it. Um. So it's kind of embarrassing that he's he's never won the thing, but he continues to just sock away wins, and that's really all that matters. But again, it's nice to maybe get recognized, and it's kind of a joke that that he's not up there. And yeah, there was a, a poll that came out, I think on NHL.com of who's like the favorite right now. And he wasn't in the top five. And then I think they had two or three, like other receiving votes in the bottom of that. And he wasn't even in that. You're trying to tell me Jared Bednar is not a top eight coach in this league. What are we doing here? I don't know. Yeah. I, I saw that too. And just kind of rolled my eyes. And it's another one of those years. Embarrassing. Embarrassing. Uh, Easton. Um, said Juice had enough in him. Talking about Anunin, uh, depth scoring, top guy scoring, rookie scoring, good effort on the back to back. Crazy that they look stronger in 
the third than the second. I don't think so. Like that's that's kind of their thing. They're the best third period team in the league. They have more comebacks uh, than anybody uh, in, in the league. So that that's what they're built for right now. So, but maybe he's saying because it's a back to back. If that's your argument, then sure. Um, you know, usually the third period in a back to back, your legs are heavier. So yeah, in that aspect, he's right. And I think they wanted to go out off this back to back with a win, and I think they saw a way how. And they pushed through on that third period. Uh, Vargar, I'm so happy to see Malinsky playing at this level. I expected this to come coming out of camp, but it took a bit of seasoning and more likely AHL confidence building. Uh, I absolutely hate to give up four goals to a middle of the road team, but the Avs showed uh, their quality again in the third. A 900 uh, 900 save percent was decent for Andernan. Um, yeah, Malinsky, you know he. he Coming out of camp, it was, you know, he looked good in the rookie camp. And then that didn't really carry over into the, the preseason. I think he was just trying way too hard. And that's normal. Like, I think he was just trying to make this team and mistakes were made. So it's like, go down, get some seasoning, come up and look at the benefits. It's been fantastic. Yeah. The Martin Scout effect. Um. But the opposite, isn't it? I mean, you're getting results out of Malinsky. You're, you're getting, yeah. It's an alternate timeline, Martin Cal. Yeah. Um, and finally, Kyle, not Shaggy, said, unfortunately, he was not able to watch the game, but apparently he needed sunscreen for how often the lamp was getting lit <laughs> in that game. So uh, there you go. Join our subtext if you want to have your comments read uh, on the episode. Overall, I mean, it's, it, it, it's, I feel like we're used to these games. You get down, you make you mount a comeback. Not ideal. You can't keep doing that when it comes playoff time. But in the regular season, they're fun. They're fun to talk about. So uh, last thing we got to get to is our sound check. We'll do this quickly. And Kyle and I pick a song uh, that we feel best summarizes the most recent game. These songs go up on a playlist over on Spotify. So just load up the app. And search for LOA Soundcheck, volume number three. What do you got for this game, sir? Abs with the comeback win over Ottawa. Make it quick. Make it right. Won't get fooled again from the who. Why'd you go with that one? We saw how the Montreal game happened. Mm -hmm. And that second period, that intermission going into the third, it felt like they... It was literally said, we're not going to have Montreal happen again. They got back to business, didn't get fooled again, took care of we'll yeah. that win. That's kind of where I went. I, I went with the uh, band 6AM, the old Nikki Six band. The song is Rise. And uh, you couldn't have a repeat performance from, from the, the, the depth. And I think it's a great thing that, you know, uh, back-to-backs are never great. <laughs> But for those guys specifically, they probably wanted to get back out there quickly and, and say, like, yeah, that's not what we're all about. Let's turn this thing around. They did. They rose up. They rose to the occasion. They played much better. And, you know, while that's good, and I don't want to just move on from it right away, let's do it again in Boston. That's a bigger test. Can you do it in Boston, what you did in Ottawa? So can they rise to that occasion? We'll see. All right. That will wrap it up for today, everybody. Thank you for tuning in and making us your first listen of the day. Always appreciated. 
He is Mr. Shaggy Von Doom, Kyle Sullivan. I am Chris Maselli. This is Locked On Avalanche Podcast. We will see everybody tomorrow. Go, Abs, go! Go, Abs, go!